Hey y'all, it's me, Tay Marquise, and you are streaming Brown Boy Binge. Brown Boy Binge, a podcast by me where I will share how I see the world and the craziness that goes on in my head every single day. Hey y'all, it is me, your favorite host, Tay Marquise, and I want to thank y'all for joining me on episode 13, you know, win some, lose most, because I've never heard a truer statement in my life. And I also want to thank you for just trucking along and staying along for the ride. If you've listened to episodes 1 through 12, I'm even more grateful to you. If you haven't, I'm still grateful to you for being here in general, but feel free to go watch those episodes now or later. And I always say watch because of y'all in 2024, I am manifesting a video podcast so stay tuned to that we have four more episodes i believe including this one for 2023 and that'll be a wrap on season one of brown boy binge so um i hope you had a lot of fun and i hope this episode speaks to you and again i want to thank you and i want to remind you to go listen to those episodes now this one is called win some lose some and basically what i'm going to be talking about is the things that weren't necessarily triumphs the no's that i got the opportunities that i had or either got taken away from me after i thought i had them solidified and it just goes to show that you'll get a lot more no's and a lot of more disappointments than you will triumphs and joys and uh yeses so we're just gonna jump right into it i'm just gonna give like a few examples and tell a few stories about my experience in the arts Um, my experience with school and how that has sort of affected where I am today and why I wouldn't be where I am if I had gotten those yeses or gotten those opportunities or how my life may just look a little bit different, which obviously it would. So first, when I was in elementary school, I wanted to be a part of the school plays. You call them plays, but it's technically a musical. Um, and I think the one that I wanted to be in that I wanted, or that they told me that I couldn't audition for was Jungle Book. And I think I was in maybe first grade and I'm like, it's a school musical. I see kids in the musicals all the time because it's our school musical. And they told me that I was underage and I could have fully just been done with theater and trying to audition for school musicals at school. Um, and I could have waited or I could have postponed or I could have just gotten rid of the whole theater idea because they told me I was too young, but I was like, no. I'm going to come back full swing and they will never be able to deny me ever again. And so the following year, after I turned eight, I auditioned for The Greatest Show on Earth. It was like a circus themed, whatever, whatever. And they had me tumbling in the show and I booked it. So there you have it. Sometimes a no is a redirection. Sometimes it's just literally not right now. So there was that with theater right in the beginning. And then, um... Well, when I booked NBC, I booked an NBC show called Dancing With Myself, and I thought it was going to be the most life-changing thing ever. If you listen to the previous episodes, I think I did a story time on it, and I'm not going to go into deep detail. You just have to listen to the previous episodes to find out how that went. But in summary, I booked the show, and I had prayed. It literally was on my goals list to book a a TV show or like a, a dance show or dance on television, whatever, and I did. And we did all this preparation leading up to it. And there was just like a lot going on when it came to the process. It was very accelerated in a way that wasn't good for the show production wise. So there was too much happening, too many malfunctions. And my episode didn't even get to film. So we did all this preparation, learned all these dances, did all this behind the scenes and all these interviews and stuff like that. And we didn't get to film our episode. So that dream, even though I had gotten the yes, didn't even work out. And then I'm going to fast forward to like 
high school, getting into college, that situation. Um, my top schools for college, especially for musical theater, were like FSU, UF, um, Pace University, Boston Conservatory, and should have been like at the Michigan and CCM, but I didn't, I hadn't even caught word of those schools. So I just had like four tops. Oh, and I think Roosevelt was one of them as well. So I went to FSU with my dad. Um, we drove up and I auditioned and the audition felt fine. The singing part or acting part, whatever that was, felt kind of stoic and weird. So I don't even remember much of that because I don't remember enjoying it. But I do remember enjoying the dance call, which is kind of fun because I love a dance call. And I feel like that's where a lot of personality lies that people in theater seem to miss out on sometimes. So I enjoyed that. I did not get into FSU. I don't know if it was academically with theater or with both, but I didn't get in. And I'm grateful for that because if I went to school in Florida, one, I probably would not have seen any Broadway shows beyond the two that I saw the summer going into college. And um, I wouldn't have had the connections that I have today. I wouldn't have had the experiences that I've had. I wouldn't have been able to go to the Tonys because the people that I met who um, offered to take me to the Tonys were in New York. So there's a lot of things that would not have connected. I wouldn't be able to see certain Broadway shows for free while I was in school. And there's just, I don't know, it just goes to show like things are meant to happen the way they are meant to happen. And y'all, I was, I was very adamant about going to FSU. I wanted to stay in Florida and I was going to have my school paid for completely. And that just wasn't in the books for me. God just didn't want me to stay in good old Florida. And honestly, I'm not going to lie. I didn't want to stay in Florida, but I was like, it would be cool if I went to FSU, like the top school for musical theater in Florida. And of course, that was the one that I didn't get into. Now, when it comes to UF, University of Florida, I did get into that school, but they wanted me to start during the summer, like summer B term, whatever that meant. I don't know if it was because of test scores or what it was for, but they wanted me to start summer B and they were still invested, like I auditioned for them. And they follow me on Instagram, all the teachers, and they were like DMing me and keeping up with me to make sure I was still interested. And I had a, I had a good time. I can't lie. And I was really considering it because you automatically get cast in the shows, which is pretty cool. You just have to audition for specific roles because they only accept like seven people, which is kind of sus. I'm like, I get it. I guess classes should not accept 20 people per class, but seven is pretty crazy. So I ended up turning that down. Sometimes you got to use your nose too. It's not just the nose that you get. Sometimes you just got to use nose. And again, if I went to school in Florida, I would not be where I am sitting right here in my Brooklyn apartment today, probably. So there's that. And then freshman year, um, I got the opportunity to audition for MJ. Oh, I'm choking because it's my favorite show. <laughs> MJ the Musical. And this is when they were in like the workshop phase. It wasn't really, they hadn't announced the theater, I don't think, just yet. It was this big open call in my brain. And um, I get there and no one knows what the show's about. No one knows the breakdown. No one knows who we're really auditioning for. We just know it's Michael Jackson. So that's what we brought. And there's like maybe four or five people at Telsey. And I'm like, um, this is Michael Jackson. Like, are people not, I don't get it. Because it's an open call again, and it's not like an equity call. It's like wh whoever comes, come as you are. You know, I just for MJ the Musical. It wasn't even called MJ the Musical. It was like Untitled MJ Project at the time. And I get in there. I sing my little songs. I think at the time it was probably Don't Stop Till You Get Enough and Want to Be Starting Something. 
But I don't think it's one to be sung or something because I would remember that. Vocally, I don't think I had it back then. Um, but yeah, after I sang and danced, literally I had choreographed this whole little situation. They were like, do you dance? And I was like, girl, okay. Um, but I did get a call back, but it just wasn't for older Michael because they have three Michaels in the show if you don't really know how MJ's broken down. They have three Michaels in the show, Little Michael, Middle Michael, Older Michael. And they were like, we have this role of Middle Michael and we want you to tape. And y'all, if I look at the tapes, I looked at the tapes a couple days ago. Terrible, terrible. I had no one guiding me, no one telling me what was good, no one telling me what I needed to work on. I mean, I didn't ask, but also I didn't have anyone that was like mentory in a way that I could trust and want to share that with. So I did some scenes with a friend. They had me read a couple scenes for the callback. I had to do, I think, one or two songs. And it just, the energy just was not there. I mean, I loved Michael Jackson, but I, as a kid, I was kind of intimidated by, I guess, learning the dance style. I was very comfortable, like, with what I took to very easily. There's a lot of things that I just try out and it just works. So when something doesn't work, I'm like, mm, I don't know. But now, 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 I put the time into it now. So, um, yeah, I just didn't have the isms, didn't have the, it wasn't in my body yet. But now, listen, the growth is a real thing and you don't see it in the moment, but you see it after the moment. So obviously I didn't book MJ the musical that round or any of the rounds since yet, but it just, just wasn't my time. It wasn't meant for me to do it yet. So I'm still, still, still having faith in that, but there was also my freshman year of high school. We're going back in time. Um, I auditioned for, well, the whole season. You have to audition for every show. But the first musical was called Passionella. And I remember doing the dance call and learning the music. And, hello? Doing the dance call and learning the combo. I was literally on, like, the, not the rehearsal video, but they filmed a video so that people could reference for the dance audition because we would go over it in class with my teacher miss cynthia and i killed i oh am i dry i killed it it was really really good um you can see me dancing my khakis i just danced in the most random things and I, that's why i ripped all my pants in high school but i did very well and i did not book that show it was the thing in high school freshmen don't get cast da, 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 in the first show of the season like blah, blah 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 i don't care about the age situation i don't care about the grade it's about the talent y'all i know i could i could have rocked that show so as an alternative, when you don't book a show or when you didn't book a show, they would have you do the crew. So you would move like set pieces and stuff. And I had a ball doing that. But I also was thinking like, dang, I really could have ate this up. Whatever. That wasn't meant for me. And when I booked the spring musical, Pippin, it just changed my life. I didn't get any lead roles. I didn't get Pippin or leading player that round. But I did get leading player a few years later. So again, your no is not. It's just probably a not now. But anyways, when I booked Pippin, I was in every musical in my high school after that first show that I did because they they found out what was going on. They got they got a little yeah, a little taste. Um, same with my elementary school. Once they finally let me do a show, I was in every show after that. So it was just not now, later. Um, there was another thing. I've been in a few auditions recently, and for example, when I was auditioning for Summerstock, I was auditioning for a show. And I was in callbacks and they asked me to tape for another show from their season because, you know, Summerstock, if you don't know what Summerstock is, go watch the Summerstock episode. But 
basically it's just like theater jobs that you do over the summer in other cities, other states, this, that, whatever. And it's paid, of course. And they asked me to tape for another show outside of the one I was in callbacks for. And I was like, sure. I taped, went home, learned the dance, did all that stuff really quickly. I told them I was sick, so the vocal might not have been my best. I mean, they couldn't tell because they've never seen me. Well, they have seen me sing. So they didn't really, I don't know. It didn't sound as different. I just didn't feel 100. And um, I didn't book that show. But I did book a different show. I did book the other show that I was in callbacks for. So it's like... You know, everything is not meant to be for you. And then uh, I recently also did Jelly Slash Jam. And I did not book that. But I had a lot of fun in that dance call. And it just felt very promising. But again, some things just are not meant to be. And that's a pretty short engagement. And it's pretty fine. Like, it's okay. Um, But yeah, I just hope that you remember that a no even if it's not a not now it's just a redirection to where you need to go maybe you got the no from the person that wasn't meant to give you a yes maybe you got a no for something that wasn't the best thing for you for your life for your career maybe there's something bigger something that hasn't been created yet something that's in the works and same thing with like social media because that's also like a part-time job or whatever job rolling basis job for me Um, I always think about how things really do take time. Like sometimes with social media, it can feel like there's nothing going on. Obviously, when you're the receiver, it doesn't seem like much is going on. But to the businesses and corporations who want to do brand deals and collaborate with creators, they have to go through this long process and like the logistics and legalities when it comes to signing contracts and making the contracts. There's a lot more that goes into it that you don't see. Same with the casting process. I don't necessarily know any other reasons on why I didn't book certain shows in the past or whatever. And same with uh, schools that I didn't get into. I don't know why I didn't get into FSU. I don't know what, what, but some things are not meant for you to know. And sometimes, like I said, it's just not meant for you at all. So I hope that you don't let that hinder your journey, your path, and your mindset towards your journey because just because someone doesn't see your art, your light, your creativity, your potential for what you see it as or what you feel you have, go to another person. Same with the door. If you open a door and that room is not a room that you want to be in, you go to another room, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So keep it short and sweet. Um, keep trying, keep working, keep growing keep opening doors, keep looking for doors, keep building new doors, build your own doors if you need to, to walk through them, uh, create your own paths. Hello? Create your own paths. Um, just don't be afraid to keep trying it out. Uh, I think I said this in the Big 22. Go watch that episode. But in summary, I was like, uh, look for a million solutions before you say that you can't do something. By the time you get to a million, you will have figured it out. And with that, I say I hope you have a good day, a good week, a good evening. Whenever you're listening to this, I hope whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, whatever no's you got recently, turn into yeses. I hope you get new yeses, better yeses than you ever imagined. I'm wishing the same for myself. And I thank you for listening to this, this little, this little quick, um, what is this heart to heart 
um, motivational speech. I need a TED talk. But um, yeah, I thank you so much for listening to Brown Boy Binge. Gotta sing it. Brown Boy Binge. Yeah. We have three more weeks of Brown Boy Binge in 2023. We're manifesting and praying for video podcast 2024. And we're also manifesting and praying for abundance, happiness, joy, success, not defined by money, but defined by purpose. And thank you. Come again.